What is up guys and welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. You're chilling with your host Dylan again today and um right now I'm just chilling in this like carpool parking lot at uh in the good old fruit port area of Michigan. Um, this is, like, where I went to school and everything, and, um, I don't know, I like coming here, uh, when I don't work the next day, just because it's, I don't know, it's darker, and it's, like, a, it feels like a safer area. I mean, I'm not really afraid of anywhere I go, but it's just more, like, peaceful and chilled out over here instead of all the crazy stuff going on at Walmart. So I'm over here for the night. Um, it's getting kind of cold outside. It's been snowing today, uh, but who cares? Um, just Mother Nature doing her beautiful thing. Um, and and uh, today's Thanksgiving, and I hope that you all had like a wonderful Thanksgiving with friends and family. And I hope you. Uh, stuffed your pie holes to the max and took a fat nap after shoving down some turkey get that tryptophan in you and uh take a nice little nap i was very tempted to take a nap but i was i don't know i was out and about all day just hanging out um and yeah the the winter thing is kind of interesting i was thinking about it earlier and, um, you know, we all hate the winter, but it's kind of a necessary part of nature. Um, you know, like in the warmer, the warmer times of the year, we have all of this life and all of this, this beautiful stuff. And, um, then the winter comes along and everything dies and everything falls away. Um, and we think it's this like, you know, miserable thing but it's only happening so that new life can come you know those leaves that were on the trees they were here to experience what it's like to be a leaf and they they had to die so that other leaves could come into being and experience and you know those leaves fall to the ground and they're dead too but while all that's happening, you know, while this winter stuff is happening, all those leaves fall to the ground, all the all the dead plants fall to the ground and they they give life to the to the soil. They go into the soil and they make the ground fertile and um they decompose and give themselves to the to the land to uh allow new life to continue to grow and um you know, after the winter is over, all these new, these new leaves and these new flowers and plants and everything, they get to get a taste of existence. And, um, you know, I was like, you know what, that happens in, in us too. When we change, whenever we're, we have some kind of change in our life, um, like, I always use the example of addiction because it's kind of, you know, I have experience with it so I know what it's like. But there's a point where you are giving life to this this 
addictive person, this person with an addiction, and um, you know, you you reach the point of of fullness of experiencing that, and you know it's time to stop, and you know you you start to transition to a new way of life. You, you go from wanting to be high all the time to wanting to be sober. And so, you know, that, that addictive part of you, that person with the addiction is alive in you. But then you, you start saying, I want to be sober. And you have a lot of resistance to that. And, um, you know, when you're introducing this new way of life, that's like the fall. That's like the season of fall where you know this this thing that was so alive starts to starts to wither away and um and then uh you know it turns into winter in you and this this belief about yourself that i am an addicted addicted person with an addiction or whatever i am a person that's dependent on this and this and this substance it dies it literally dies that old part of you dies it lays itself down um and then you know there's a point where you feel kind of lost and dark and cold just like the winter um but you know you have to go through that you have to go through that in order to get to this the season of spring where new things start happening and then it it turns into um it turns as as you keep allowing it to be you know this new i'm sober person as you keep allowing it to be it turns into summer within you where the light is shining shining bright on this new this new life and and you get to experience it in full you get to see it fully um so you know that that's taking place in us all the time um whenever we decide to make a change in our life we have to go through this process of death um decay and rebirth um and you know that's it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing you know this old belief lays itself down and you abandon it you leave it on the dirt and it uh starts fertilizing that dirt in the winter those leaves that fell off, that old belief that fell off is burying itself in the dirt. And then it's while it's doing that, it's creating fertile land for this new version of you to sprout up and grow. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was a really interesting way of just, you know, seeing the the seasons you know how it relates to you because you know i again i feel like this life is kind of just like a dream and everything has some kind of it's some kind of symbolism to you um and so you know the four seasons are you know i, I see them as the four the four steps of of change you know you have you have this thing that's alive and then it lays itself down in the fall and then in the winter it's just dying and burying itself into the ground and you feel kind of lost and cold and dark and you know 
Uh, but then in the spring, you know, your fertile, your land is fertile. Your your consciousness is, you know, ready to start giving life to this new version of yourself. And then in the spring, it starts to blossom. And you start to become aware of, you know, this new way of life and how it's it's changing things, how how things are changing because of this new life. Um, and then again in the summer, that's just when uh, your your new your new version of yourself is at its fullest expression, and uh, the light of awareness in you is is shining on it fully. You're fully aware that yes, I am now this. Um, and, you know, obviously that process of change doesn't have to take as long as a whole year. Um, you know, it's it can be a quicker thing than that, or it could be even longer. You know, there's some things that are so ingrained in us that it's hard to let the fall come. It's hard to let go of it and let it just take care of itself. Um you know, a, a lot of the things that we believe to be true, it's hard for us to let go of that and to allow it to just bury itself um, so that this new thing can come from it. Um, but one of the things I wanted to talk about in today's episode was the difference between looking and seeing, listening and hearing touching and feeling um you know there's a big difference between it because you know the true reality of everything is not what you're looking at but what you're seeing and what i mean by that is say i look at i look at a, a person you know that's not what i'm seeing i'm looking at that person but whatever my my imagination tells me you know what i start imagining and thinking about this person and feeling about this person that's what i'm seeing that is that is what i'm actually seeing you know the physical thing has no meaning in itself it's nothing but we we add you know through our imagination through our mind our our thoughts and feelings towards this person we we create what th that person is to us um so you know there's a huge difference between what you're looking at and what you're seeing and there's a huge difference between what you're listening to and what you're hearing like for example um a song you know you are listening to uh let's say uh like a an Adele song or something um you know you are listening to this song by Adele that's it you're not listening to anything else you're listening to this song by Adele but you are hearing whatever it is that the meaning is for that song so say that this song evokes feelings of sadness this song evokes uh you know, you start having all these mental images of, you know, you breaking up with somebody or somebody leaving you um, or, 
whatever it is. That's what this what you're hearing. You know, that's what you're hearing. You're not hearing a song by Adele. You're listening to a song by Adele, but you're hearing you know, you're hearing all of this sad stuff. Um so there's a huge difference of it. And um so you know what you're looking at, what you're listening to, what you're what your uh you know what your senses tell you is not the true reality of that thing it's what you are imagining about it that is the reality of it because you know i could look at something and if there is no if i don't have any imagination about it if i don't think about what it means or i don't feel anything about it it's void it is just it's nothing on its own. It's just this. It's just what I'm looking at. Um, and so, you know, your your concept, what you believe about yourself determines what you are seeing. Not what you're looking at, but what you're seeing and what you're hearing. So say... A happy person and a sad person. A person that believes that they are happy and a person that believes that they are sad listen to the same Adele song. The, the person that's happy will hear a beautiful masterpiece. They'll hear uh, the skill of this, of this artist. They'll hear uh, beauty in it. They're not going to hear... A sob story. They're going to hear a person speaking about their their experience. They're going to hear beauty in it. They're going to hear appreciation of this thing. Or, you know, maybe they just won't vibe with it at all. Maybe they won't. They'll just hear somebody complaining about their, their uh, circumstances. And then they won't like it. And then the sad person, the person who believes that they are depressed, who believes that they are sad, they will hear a sob story from this song. They will hear, uh, you know, while they're listening to this song, they'll have mental images of somebody leaving them or uh, some horrible thing happening. Well, the happy person... You know, they just imagine this person singing their heart out and putting on a beautiful show. So, you know, what you believe to be true about yourself determines what you see and what you hear. Not what you're listening to, not what you're looking at, but what you see and what you hear. And so another example of this could be, let's take a person who believes that they are uh, weak. And a person who believes that they are strong. Well, somebody comes up and asks or like, you know, tries to fight them or something. The person who believes that they are weak will see this person as a threat. They will see them as something dangerous, something to be afraid of. And they'll start being afraid and they'll start acting afraid. And then this person will have power over them. This person that's trying to fight them will win the fight. But the person who thinks that they are strong, who believes that they are strong, 
somebody will come up to them and try to start a fight. They'll start, you know, antagonizing a fight. And, um, you know, they believe that they're strong. So they will see this person as not a threat. They won't see something to be afraid of. They'll see somebody who's messing with the wrong person. They will see someone who is looking to get their ass kicked. And so you see, that's a big difference. That is a big difference. You're Those two people are looking at the same thing, but they see different things. And so it is. It's the reality of it. It's the reality of that situation. There is no no objective reality. It's all subjective. It's all based on you and what you believe about yourself. Um, and you know, this strong person, they, in order to see this person as not a threat, you know, they have to be 100% convinced that they are strong. They have to fully believe it with all their heart. And the weak person, they fully believe that this person is a threat. They fully believe that they are not capable of defending themselves against them. But the strong person doesn't even see something that they need to defend themselves from. They see, they see a person that is messing with the wrong guy. So, you know... Again, this kind of goes back to the whole, like, seasons and death within you. Um, you know, if you want to change the way you see the things you're looking at, you have to literally die and be reborn in a new light. You have to drop this old belief you have about yourself. In this case... The person believes that they're weak. And so, you know, in order for them to... Uh, and the thing is, the person who, who believes that they're defenseless against this person, they'll act that way. They will cower in fear and they will uh, stand down to this, this threat. But the person who's strong, they're not even going to, you know, they're going to see it as... a. Uh, not even a challenge. They're going to see it as uh, an opportunity to prove their strength to themselves. And they know that they will be able to take it on. And they'll act that way. They will act that way. And, you know, this this other person, you know, there is no other person, really. It's all it's all you. It's all you. And, um, you know, you're external circumstances will reflect back to you the state that you are in so now if you fully believe that you're strong and you can take this person on they will be the ones cowering in fear and realizing that they messed up don't ask me how it works that's just how it works um because you see like that's the reality of the situation whatever you say about it and believe about it that's the reality of the situation for you. And so, you know, maybe in this person's, the, the robber's mind, maybe they will see you as weaker than them. But, you know, that's their reality. Their reality will be completely different and yours will, will be 
the opposite of that. Um, and so I see it as, you know, no two people's worlds are the same. You know, my world is completely different than yours. We can look at the same person and have completely different, like, outcomes with that person. But anyway, like, if the weak person wanted to not have this person be a threat, they would have to stop paying attention to the weakness in them. They would have to stop believing that they are weak. And how how do you go about changing that? You know, so anytime, you know, they'd have to observe themselves. They would have to observe themselves and find out, you know, when they think of their safety, um, you know, the weak person will most likely, every time the thought of safety comes up, they probably get a feeling of, of anxiety, of tenseness. Um, and it's just automatic. And it's automatic. And it's only because they believe that they are not safe. They believe that they are weak. Um, and so every time you do that, every time you automatically react to something, you are strengthening the belief that is causing that reaction. In this case, it is it is weakness. They believe in weakness in themselves. They believe in uh, insecurity. They believe that they're not safe. And so every time a thought enters their mind of, uh, you know, say just something horrible happening to them, they will immediately react with a feeling of anxiety and tenseness and, uh, you know, it'll it'll get something out of them. But... What's happening here is you're focusing on what you don't want and you are sending energy towards that that thing. You're literally giving more energy towards that belief that you're weak and all this stuff. You're sending energy that way when you when you feel strongly about it, when you feel it emotionally. Um so what you would have to do to start changing that belief is simply watch yourself. Watch watch what happens whenever you start thinking of something bad happening. You know, don't judge yourself, just watch. And you'll you'll find that you immediately react to these thoughts. And you'll realize that you don't have to react to these thoughts. You'll realize that as you're reacting to these thoughts, they are real to you. They are real. And you're you're giving them power. Um, and so you can start just examining yourself whenever this happens. And the more you, you become aware of it, the more you see it, you can start to create distance between those thoughts and the reaction it gets from you. And so you can start, instead of immediately reacting to a thought about, uh, you know, somebody hurting you or something, instead of just immediately reacting to that, you can pause for a second and be like, wait, do I, do I really, like, want to believe this? Is this serving me? Is this thought making my life any better? And then you can say no. And 
you know, while while this happens, you can be like, okay, well, why why does this thought? Why is it making me feel this way? And you got to be honest. You got to be honest about it. You got to be like, well, it makes me feel this way because uh, I'm afraid. Well, why am I afraid? You know, it's it right now. It's a thought. It's something that is it. It's it can be as real as you want it to be, or it can just be nothing. You can just see it as nothing. Um, and you know, as you keep doing this, you can just keep separating yourself from that thought, and you know, you'll get to a point where you start to. Uh, the thought will come up and you'll just be like no you don't you don't scare me and then you can start thinking about something that you do want so in this case if it's about you know your safety you know you have this thought of not being safe you realize that it's you don't want it so you stop focusing on it and then you would go move to something that would imply that you're safe you would move to a thought that uh you know of something that tells you that you're safe so instead of thinking of people jump running up on you and robbing you you can shift that attention to um you know you just going about your life how you want to with no interruptions and you can keep returning to that. And then you can start making that your automatic way of thinking. And so in this process, you know, you are you are becoming aware of of what you're doing. You're becoming aware of your your programming, of how you have been programmed to see the world. Um and then what happens is you see it. You realize you want to change it. And so the whole process of death and rebirth starts. And as you're as you're creating distance between you and that thing, um, that belief is is dying. It's dwindling away. And then eventually it falls off the tree, lands on the ground, and then you're kind of like in this space where you're like neutral. You're you're you don't believe you're in danger, but you don't also fully believe that you're safe. And and so this, this winter period comes along where you're kind of just like, you know, you're, you're just kind of in the middle. And then, you know, you see things just like, oh, it's not dangerous, but it's not safe either. It's just, it is what it is. And then you can uh the winter period will start to to go away and this new belief as you keep returning to it as you keep focusing on it and keep feeling it like emotionally you know what would it feel like if it were true um you'll start to give life to this new thing and it's the that life is just coming from the death of some other belief um you know as soon as that as soon as you started killing that old belief the seed was planted 
and um and then this whole spring season comes and this new belief is starting to take hold and you're starting to just automatically like you know reject the the negative aspect of this which would be danger you'd start rejecting that and start clinging to the safety that you you believe in now and it'll start becoming your automatic way of thinking and that automatic way of thinking is your your manifesting technique that is how you manifest is your natural state of mind how you naturally see things and um you know it's easy to want to force a change but you can't you can't force anything um you know when you're trying to force something you're really just reinforcing the opposite of what you want you know if you're you're trying to build this belief that you're safe. You know, you're trying to start this belief that you're safe. And you try to force, forcefully tell yourself that there's no danger. And you start getting mad at yourself um, for when you, when you feel like you're in danger. You know, you're really just paying more attention to what you don't want. Which is the lack of, of safety in your life. Um... So you're feeding it still. You're still feeding it. Um, and it's it's just getting stronger and stronger. Uh, but when you, when you just allow it to happen, you intend to, to find safety in yourself. Um, you know, you'll realize that any negative thought that's coming up is just old stuff. It's old stuff that's regurgitating itself it's like you're purging out all of this this stuff you don't want and when it comes up instead of reacting to it you could just be like i don't want that but i'll move on thank you um you know you you'll you won't see it as a threat anymore you won't see that thought as a threat you'll just see it as what it is and you'll be like ah, i don't really care to keep seeing that anymore and you'll you'll start instead turning towards what you do want you'll start seeing what you do want and start thinking and feeling what you want to think and feel um and you know it's it's not uh, it's it's it takes a while to like you know start seeing that that's the process um but it is it is the process and you got to trust it you know just like we trust summer spring fall and winter to come um you know this whole thing also takes place within you um and yeah i don't know it's it's really cool it's really cool um you know it gives me this whole new view of everything you know there's i don't have to change anything in the world because the world is perfect as it is i just need to change how i see it and what i'm hearing you know i gotta see what i want to see i gotta hear what i want to hear um and you know again you know, as you're doing this, like, reprogramming of yourself, you're literally setting yourself 
to naturally find those things that you're seeing all day, every day. You're setting yourself out to find those things uh, because you've told yourself that they're real. And, you know, I don't know how it happens. You just, it just naturally happens. It just naturally happens. And, um, you know, it's a beautiful thing. It's just so beautiful. Um, and, you know, it's, there's no competition in it. There's no race. There's no, you know, there, there's no reason to judge yourself at all either, you know, Honesty with yourself is the key. You know, if you're not honest with yourself, you're never going to know what you want to change. You're never going to know what's actually going on. You're just going to keep suppressing these things and they'll still be happening, but you're just going to be completely unaware of it. And then you'll be even more confused as to why things are the way they are in your life. Um, so, you know, you got to be you got to be really honest. And that that was like a struggle for me when I started. Um, you know, I would have a negative a negative thought and it would get a negative reaction out of me. And I would just act like. You know, I, I would go to a different thought and I would just like not I would just act like it that didn't I didn't have that thought. And um you know, I, I wouldn't face it. I wouldn't face my fear. Um, and, you know, I tried to cover it up with something else. But that's not how you make change. You know, you have to look at what you want to change. And you have to start changing it. Like, you know, you can't fix your car if you never look under the hood. You can't. You can't just be like, oh, there's something wrong, and then uh, never pop the hood and expect the problem to be fixed by just saying it's all right. Um, you know, it, it you gotta you gotta look at what you what you, where you're at right now in order to get where you want to be. You gotta look at it and see what is going on, assess everything and then go about changing it you know don't just it it's a it's scary to look at it you know it's stuff we don't want to look at but again in order for it to to change you gotta look at it and um you know we don't we don't want to do that we want to just like slap a band-aid on it you know this is what this is why so many people in the manifesting uh, topic, you know, they'll, I, I was one of these people at first too, you know, I heard affirmations work, um, which is, you know, saying a positive phrase and, you know, I just heard, oh, say a positive phrase, it'll, it'll do everything. But the thing is, you know, say if I was building the belief that I am strong, you know, if I, I can say I am strong all day, but if I still feel weak, those words mean nothing. You know, they're not doing anything for me. You know, the feeling, again, is the secret. You know, whatever you feel to be true is the truth for you. Your feeling is everything. Um, 
you know, like in the case of the, the strong man and the weak man getting uh, in a fight with somebody, you know, the, if the strong man truly feels strong, you know, he's going to be strong. He's going to, he's going to, I don't know how he's going to do it, but he's going to win. But the weak man, you know, he could be like, oh, I'm strong. But if he doesn't really feel that way, then he's just kidding himself. He's lying to himself. Uh, your feelings never, ever lie to you. Ever. You know, learn to trust your feeling. You know, if you feel like you should go this way, go this way. If you don't feel like you should take your normal route, don't. You feel that way for a reason. That feeling is the truth. It's the truth. It's your guidance through this this life. Your feelings. They're going to guide you towards whatever it is. You know, if you don't feel safe, if you don't feel safe about going toward or down that, that dark road, don't go down that dark road. You know, people might call you crazy. They might be like, what are you doing? If you don't feel safe going down that dark road, don't go down that dark road, no matter what anybody says, because they're not experiencing what you are. You know, they, they don't know why you're doing it. You don't even know why you're doing it. The only, you know, your feeling is your knowingness. Your feeling is, is literally your knowledge. So, you know, right now I feel like I'm in my van. I feel like I'm doing this podcast. And so I am. I know I am. Um, you know, if I didn't feel like I was, I wouldn't be. I'd be doing something else. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's It's really... You know, you just got to change the feeling of I. Change your feeling towards things, and those things will change, you know? Your your feeling is what you're actually seeing, you know? You could hear somebody say, oh, I got to, uh, or, you know, somebody is like, hey, can you help me do this at 6 o'clock? Well... If you feel annoyed by it, then, you know, you're going to go to that thing at 6 o'clock and it's just going to be a bunch of annoying stuff. But if you feel like, oh, this is awesome, I get to help my friend out, you know, you're going to go there and it's you're going to experience helping your friend out. You're not going to be annoyed by it. You're going to be like, you know, this is what it is. You know, your feeling is not going to lie to you. Your feeling is literally, oh, I don't know. It's amazing. It's amazing. And so, you know, this is why feeling is the secret, you know. When I when I go to manifest things, you know, I, I bring forth a mental image. And I just say, do I feel like it's real? And if I don't, then I work on changing my feelings feeling so I do feel like it's real and then it is you know because just think of it you can't how can you think of something that does not exist you know you might say oh well I can think of some crazy alien spaceship well you know just the the fact that you're thinking of it you know like 
it may not exist externally but it exists within you and it just doesn't exist externally because you don't feel like it's real you know all these people who believe in aliens you know they feel like it's true and so they gather all this all of these like stories you know all these people who have supposedly had alien encounters they they come across you know the ones who feel like it exists you know they they're usually the ones that are having these experiences of aliens or whatever um or the ones that have the uh the evidence of it or whatever um because in their mind the thought of aliens came and they were like yeah i feel like that's real and so they naturally guided themselves to just find evidence of it and you know this is like you know what the confirmation bias is and everything you feel like this side of the argument is more real more valid more legitimate than the other side and so when you're doing your research you know you're only finding things that uh that prove your claim you know you everything down to the way you're wording your your google searches or whatever it's all coming from that feeling of belief about that thing you know every everything is perfectly produced from this feeling um and so you know you guide yourself there and so you know what if you could feel like you're wealthy what if you could feel like you're married to that person you want to be married to what if you could feel like you had the fancy house that you want what if you could feel like whatever you want is real you know your feeling is real you know you can't deny your feeling it's real it's it's not some made-up thing you know and these things in your mind these things that you're imagining all day you know those are real things you're becoming aware of something real you know, like I said yesterday in one of my episodes, um, you know, as soon as you leave your house, as soon as you leave your house and it's out of out of view from your physical eyes, it exists only in your imagination. But you feel like it exists. You feel like it's a real thing. You know that it's real. And so it is. And, um, you know, when when there's like house fires and stuff like that you know when that happens people people that that happens to most likely you know i i'm i'm pretty certain of it without a doubt they at one point imagined that their house was at risk of some horrible event you know they imagined that they didn't have their house anymore and they got anxious about it they believed it you know, how could you have a feeling about something that you don't believe to be true? And, you know, then this thing happens and they, by this time, they've long forgotten that at one point they imagined it. They called it as, they called this unseen thing as though it were seen. And then it was. You know, I can't tell you how long it will take. I can't tell you how it will happen. I just know that it this is how it works. This is how reality works. 
You know, when you sit down and really think about it and study it and watch how it, how this is how your life operates, you know, you'll, you'll start to, to understand what I'm saying right now. If you're not into it, it sounds like a bunch of gibberish or this guy's crazy or whatever, but you know, it's, it's not, you know, and that, that's, that's the thing too. When I first started getting into this stuff, I thought it was crazy. You know, I, I fully believed that this stuff was crazy. And so that's what it was for me at that time. It was a bunch of gibberish stuff that didn't make sense. It was crazy. And then as I started opening up to it and, and choosing to, to believe it more, as I started, like, seeing it clearer, you know, it starts making more sense. It's not a bunch of gibberish anymore. It is truth to me and so it is and so it is true in my life um you know that that just goes for anything in this universe anything it doesn't matter what it is it's anything you know you are the source of your own reality i am the source of my own reality you know, this is why nobody has two identical experiences. You know, we can look at the exact same thing, but our experience of that thing is completely different. Like I've said in a couple other episodes, you know, that the guy who loves beer and the guy who doesn't really care for it, you know, the guy who, who likes beer a lot, he's going to see a beer sitting on the table and immediately start imagining fun in a can. He's going to start thinking, oh, there's some fun. There's some fun to be had here. But the guy who doesn't really care to drink, you know, he's just going to see it as a can on the table. He's not going to see, uh, you know, a means of having fun. He's just going to see a beer on the table and um, that's it. You know, it doesn't really mean anything to him. Um, so, you know, they're looking at the same thing. But the experience of that thing is completely different. Um, so, you know, your reality is completely subjective. It is not, you know, there is objective things in this world, but those things are not, they have no reality in themselves. They just are. They just are. That's it. They just exist. That's the only thing about them. They just exist. And, um, you know, what you see in your mind, what you, what it, what kind of thoughts and feelings and, uh, mental images and mental movies and, uh, mental conversations that brings up in you, that's what it is to you. You know, the form itself, the, the physical thing it doesn't have any meaning. It just is. But how you see it, how you perceive it, is your reality of it. And so, you know, this is why I don't let people tell me how things are. I'm getting to a point where I don't let my senses tell me what things are anymore. You know, it. I see what I want to see. And then I, I look at it later with my physical eyes. 
I hear what I want to hear, and then I listen to it later. You know, it, it's amazing how this this just works. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's an eye opening thing. That's for sure. Um, you know, I I really want to just like, uh, you know, when I'm with people now, I just want to be like. You know, while we're looking at something, I want to be like, what are you seeing? And I just can't wait for someone to be like, well, I'm seeing a tree, and I'm seeing a, a beach, and I'm seeing a car. No, you're not seeing that. You know, I, I can't wait to pull that card, and then they'd be like, huh, what do you mean? I'm, I'm literally looking at it, and I'll be like, don't you, don't you understand what you just said? You said, I'm looking at this, but I didn't ask you what you're looking at. I'm asking what you're seeing. Um, you know, that'll be fun. <laughs> that'll be fun to just kind of confuse people, um, but also open their mind up a little bit. You know, I, I, ain't, I ain't here to do that, really. You know, I'm here to change, change myself. You know, I'm not here to change anybody else. Uh, but when I can, you know, I'm going to plant those seeds in people's minds. You know, I'm going to give people something to think about. Uh, you know, I may not I may not witness the change it helps someone else make in their life. Um, but, you know, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. You know, I'm here to plant seeds in my mind and in other people's minds. Um, and obviously good seeds, you know, not anything negative, you know, I don't ever want to be going around like telling people that the world sucks because it does not, you know, the world is perfect as it is. The only thing that needs to change is you so you can see it differently and you can look at different things, um, and, you know, it all starts with what you believe to be true about yourself. You know, you can't, you can't see something a certain way. You know, say, say a bank account. You know, you can't see it as uh, something that's full if you don't believe that you are wealthy. You know, until you believe that you are wealthy, you will continue to see poverty. You'll continue to see um, money going out rather than coming in. And then you'll be looking at the result of your mental doing. Um, you know, believe it or not, I don't care. It does not matter to me what anybody else thinks. Uh, because I don't know what you think. I don't care. Because it's not something that I can experience. So to me, it's not real. Um, you know, I've been pondering on that lately. Uh, you know, when... We all do this when we're out in public and we are like, oh, these people are judging me. Well, you know, the thing is, you're the only thinker in your world. You're the only person that's thinking in your entire world. You can't even prove that anybody else is having a single thought. You can't. You can prove that you're having thoughts, though. So, you know, when, when you're... When you think you're being judged, you know, you're really just judging yourself. You really are. You know, it's all it's all you against you in that moment. Um, 
you know, it's only because you believe that there's something about you to be judged. There's something about you that you're insecure about and you feel like it you're exposed. You you believe that, you know, there's these uh flaws in you and you know, so there is. And so there is, you know. Uh, but again, you know, you can't prove a single thing that anybody else is thinking or feeling or anything. That is their reality, not yours. Um, and so, you know, and, and, and the same goes for everybody else to you. You know, you, those people that you think are judging you, they know absolutely nothing about you. And even if they did come up to you and say, you're this and that, well... Do you think that about yourself? Because if you don't, then they're lying. You know, they're just... The thing is, like, you know, you'll hear them say that. Or you're, you'll listen to them say that, but you won't hear them say that. You won't hear that. Um, You know, when you don't care what anybody else thinks and you know yourself. You know, you know that you're smart. But somebody comes up to you and says you're stupid. Well then you'll listen to those words and you'll hear a joke. You'll hear uh, you know, their own ignorance. You'll hear, uh, you know, you won't hear an insult. You won't hear uh, something to feel, you know, bad about. You won't hear that kind of stuff. You'll only hear... Uh, you know, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, and, it, you know, again, it just all comes down to what do you believe about yourself? You know, that that right there determines what you see and what you hear. Not what you look at and not what you listen to, but what you hear and what you see. Um, yeah, I don't know. I hope this episode was really good. I'm going to get it all cut off real quick. Um, but again, I hope you all had a really awesome Thanksgiving. Um, I know I did. Just remember to keep that feeling of gratitude like every day. Like why limit it to one day? There's so much to be grateful for. You just got to see it, dog. You just got to see it. Um, but yeah, again, I got the Reddit page, r slash Conscious Creation Club. And I've also got the... Uh, listener support up on the podcast so if you want to make a, a donation or whatever i believe the link is in the spotify bio um yeah if you want to do that you can go ahead i don't care if you don't this stuff will always be free but that is that is optional um so yeah until next time i hope you have a good time and peace